0: So, good morning. 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 We have a slight change in the uh, topic of discussion this morning. We are scheduled to continue the discussion of the Pramavi Mohan Leela, but we are interrupted by the auspicious occasion of. Thiruvah of, of Bhakti Vinayakshap Sri of Maharaj today is the day of disappearance from the world so it's appropriate that we say a few words in uh, remembrance of him in glorification of him important of a person as he is to the uh, assembly here and to the Gaudiya community uh, uh, extended of, of the family Bhakti Vinayakshap and and uh, arguably beyond that as well. Uh, I had the good fortune of having his celebrated uh, association, as most of you are aware. And the occasion, of course, that that uh, gave rise to that was the, the disappearance of Omish uh, Departures of Prabhupada, his departure from the world. Um, was lamentable in many respects. He had really um, lit up the world, so to speak, over like the, the brilliance of the uh, uh, sun at, at at noon with his um, repeated and purposeful and emphasis on... Uh, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as He is, so to speak. Krishna, as He is. Um, actually, the term as He is has as much to do with the the uh, repeated st- uh, way in which Prabhupada would speak in his writing about Krishna by referring to Him. Um, as the supreme personality of Godhead that uh, repetition can be a good thing in this case it certainly was it was as if throughout his writing he was really it was repeating Krishna's tum Bhagavan Swayam, Krishna's tum Bhagavan Swayam, Krishna's tum Bhagavan Swayam. Mm-hmm. and this is the cornerstone of the philosophy the underlying Tattva Siddhanta of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, the cornerstone or the, the key, the password, as I've described it, the Parivasa Sutra hmm, of the Bhagavatam, that's the password entering in and understanding how to understand the various statements about divinity in there, how they orbit around this statement, how they're all pointing back to this statement, either directly or indirectly so forth. The treaties, the great treaties of Sijiva Goswami, Krishna who brings all this out um, very beautifully. Very important uh, book to us. So, this very foundational point, being a kind of a, a forerunner in, a, in, well, breaking new ground and setting foundations, a foundation for Bodhya Vaishnavism outside of um, India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prabhupada saw fit, and understandably so, to emphasize this point. It's one of the key emphases of this divine grace. That and um, and that uh, you have to abandon the Mahavad idea to become a devotee. These are two of his primary emphases. Mm-hmm we found that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to go to Vrindavan immediately after taking sannyas and um, uh, in, 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 in so desiring it, uh, he makes the point through his example that this is our goal to enter into the Vrindavan Leela uh, of Krishna that he is the, the be all and end all uh, and, and having that understanding gives one the... It, it, it puts in place a very important element if one is to give oneself uh, entirely. Hmm? Um, because you have to have someone who could take entirely. And that is the idea of rasa, rasa krishna So and, uh, he emphasized this point in that way. In other ways, of course, too, but I mention it because he did it. Uh, he went to Vrindavan through Benares. It's peculiar that he stopped in Benares in one sense, in terms of the way that Krishnas rush has explained, because after coming out of his Mongol Charn and explaining the Mongol charn, um to Chaitanya he suddenly starts speaking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Benares and the defeating of. Prakasenam saraswati and so forth on his way to Vrindavan. It's like out of place, in a sense, because the Leela narrative begins in maybe the thirteenth chapter with the preface to the to the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's birth, and then it builds and goes on uh, somewhat chronologically from there. And the story of converting prakasananda is told later on in the in the the towards the end of the Madhyalila. It's told twice in the book. So it's as if, after having introduced the, 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 the core elements of Gaudiya philosophy and theology, as he does in the, his mm-hmm. um then he, he wants to make another point of philosophy, and that is that this is, this is a different form of Vedanta, than the Niveta Vedanta, and you've got to get that out of your head in order to understand what uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about. So, so Prabhupada had these emphasis as well, as appropriate, especially in breaking new ground. So, like the sun, brilliantly early his campaign was broad and wide and um, and he was like with the trumpet broadcasting this idea of Krishna as he is. Hmm. Um, and so, with the setting, if you will, of the sun of Prabhupada's campaign, there was a darkness. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we were the we were the international Gaudiya community, Prabhupada's disciples. Otherwise, Gaudiya Vaishnavism was in, was, was restricted to uh, to India mm-hmm. and uh, and mostly in Bengal, for that matter. It was the work of Bhakti Siddhanta Prabhupada that that uh, that um, spread it more widely throughout India in, in uh, more modern times um, but um, outside of that and worldwide this was the um, of course campaign of, of our, um, our Prabhupada it was very broad, very wide and very brilliant, um, illuminating and as I say with an emphasis on Krishna as he is uh, that means a tattva kind of emphasis mm. he's not like this, he's not like that he's the supreme personality of God he's not the avatar of of Narayan uh, for example um, and then as I say we were plunged into into the darkness of, of how uh, to proceed as if the sun had set and as I say it was now 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 dark, and so we were fortunate hmm, that um, his own, in passing, Prabhupada's own reflection, really, on, um, it came in a moment of reflection, I should say. Uh, I was there and massaging Prabhupada's feet in Vrindavan when my godbrother, Krishna Marsh, asked Prabhupada that, if you should, this was in maybe September, late September of 1977, Prabhupada passed in November of 1977. Malkishamarsh asked Prabhupada that if you should leave, because it was apparent he could leave at any day. Mm-hmm. He had been in that condition for, well, since May of that same year, bedridden practically. And um, he asked Prabhupada, if you should leave, how will we? Perform the human rights, the samadhi. We had no uh, education in that, such um, such details. And so Prabhupada said that uh, my method at Narayan Marsh matured, you can you know, get that uh, information from him. He had presided over Prabhupada's sannyas ritual um, when Keshav Marsh gave him sannyas. Narayan Marsh was a young sannyasi at the time. Mm. And um, and during that period, also he had been to visit Prabhupada, mm. Mm, along with other devotees who were uh, God brothers of Prabhupada and Radhavardhan at the time. So, at any rate, when um, Prabhupada gave that reply, then Madhvacharya asked, "Is there after your uh, departure from the world?" Is there anyone else that we can uh, consult with? And Prabhupada said, reflecting, as I say, uh, for philosophy, my godbrother, godbrother B. R. Sridhar Marj of Navadip, whom many, many years before, when the movement of, of when the International Society for Krishna Consciousness was in a very kind of fledgling and early early days. Um, and some disciples were left in India and Prabhupada was in America and they had written to him seeking counsel in his absence for where they might get some good association and so forth. He told them to go to the Shri Dharmarshad um, They were asking for a Sikhsha guru um, and he said, uh, I consider even my Sikhsha guru so what to speak of how you can benefit from his association so he had introduced him then in the beginning he had also um, brought him to Mayapur 1973 or 1974 seated him on the Vyasa San along with him and introduced us formally to him at that time and uh, told a little bit very briefly about the history of their living together I consider him a pure devotee of Krishna and so on and so forth um, but um, Prabhupada's campaign was big. He was very large uh, a person, so to speak. Small in stature, you know, he must have been about five six or five four or something like that. But he had a way of looking up and and uh, carrying himself to, in his company. You felt like he was holding the whole world on his shoulders with, with ease. Uh, so a big uh, person and. Uh, very um, consuming and so forth. And so the necessity in his presence of uh, further counsel, and, and it seemed, to, be, uh, to not exist. And uh, that was—I mentioned one occasion in his absence in India, and he gave that advice. He introduced our march but it's not something that we, um, for the most part, uh, saw or felt any necessity to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. The, the good association of Siddha Maharaja Prabhupada obviously wanted us to be able to take advantage of um, but circumstance didn't always um, permit it so at any rate at this time at the, this is at the very much near the end of his um, his presence amongst us he said for philosophy see my my God will be our Siddha and uh, so I want to say that Prabhupada in, in reflecting upon hearing that question this is what he came up with in a sun's light of course is what illuminates the moon it is the reflected light of the sun and so really uh, in a sense speaking metaphorically poetically the sun with the setting of the sun of Srila Prabhupada and his emphasis on Krishna as he is um in the darkness of that night, the, the, the moon of reflective light, hmm. Pujapada Sridhar not that his luminosity was derived from Prabhupada, indeed Prabhupada considered him his own siksha guru, but Prabhupada did reflect and shed light on him. In that way, by way of introducing him into the picture of our uh, necessity at the time of his absence, the possibility of that. Hmm. If we, for philosophy, for philosophy means siksha. Hmm? So he introduced him as a qualified siksha guru for his disciples in reflection. And Sridharmash very much, in a way, embodied um, more than the brilliant light of the sun that I'm comparing Prabhupada to, the kind of soothing and cooling rays in the night of the full moon which is very beautiful very um pleasing to the mind and uh it leaves some it gives light but but some darkness also hmm. probably everything was very bright and clear it's like this and it's not like that no it's krishna and nobody else and and uh, and so on she Maharaj's reflective light was was very was uh was was different it was luminous and um soothing cooling refreshing in the burning kind of heat if you will of the separation from Prabhupada. um but it 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 pointed at pointed to us in, in a slightly uh, further i want to say along in the direction that Prabhupada was was bringing us, as a Siksha Guru should do, that from black and white uh, we go to shades of, of gray hmm? and, uh, and different, um, different uh, um, correct ways of understanding the same verse hmm? and, uh, and multiple correct meanings and uh, a nuance and so forth. So from Krishna as he is to Krishna as he as he feels, something like that would be uh, more the kind of emphasis of Sridhar Maharishi, an emphasis on the fact that from, from knowing, properly knowing should lead uh, to feeling, as I often say and I've repeated it here in our sessions a couple of times as well. We should use the head to soften the heart. Hmm? So Prabhupada gave us a lot of basic Gaudiya, Siddhanta and so forth. And of course he wanted us to apply ourselves and he engages in applying ourselves in a way that would soften our hearts. But uh, Pujapattu Siddhomarsha emphasized that side, I want to say, more inappropriately so and very tastefully so Hmm? as well. Um, And uh, as and he served really as the kind of the Adi, original Siksha guru for all of Prabhupada's disciples, and the ongoing, as it would as it would be and it is today, development of Gaudiya Vaishnavism internationally around the world and so forth. He has, holds a very important position, as we all think of Prabhupada with some some gratitude and so forth because of his campaign and and. Um, making it, uh, it possible for us to know about Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Sridhar Marsh holds a, sim- a different position, but a similarly important position to all of us in that the very pr- active uh, principle and the embodiment of that principle of Siksha came to life in him in a way that it had never come to life in the, in the lives of Gaudiya Vaishnava Sadhakas previously. Hmm? Uh, in the Western world, I want to say. Uh, uh, because we had Prabhupada and there was the, there was the concept of a siksha guru was there in the texts and so forth, but it was not something to really think about because Prabhupada was a siksha guru, the diksha guru, the sannyas guru, the, uh, 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 covered all the bases, so to speak. And so this feature, this aspect, this idea of a plurality of of gurus um, it was theoretically there for us, but the circumstances never arose as such that it would that it, it it took any practical shape, and so the necessity for understanding that, penetrating on the meaning of the significance of that, and so forth, it never arose. Hmm? When the circumstance arose, then with it the person who embodied for us that ideal—not that he was an a Diksha guru for some, and a Sannyasa guru he was, but He was the original, like I say, the embodiment, the personification of the manifestation of the principle of Siksha Guru that loomed large at the time and very much um, needed to be understood that we might go forward in Gaudiya Vaishnavism in this international campaign And uh, as members of the family of Bhakti Vinod, who looked west. Hmm? He was the first to look west. I, I liken him to the first western convert, Really, to go to Vaishnavism, although he's obviously born in the in the East and so forth, he was schooled with uh, Western schooling, and he was uh, even um, uh, uh, it, 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 by his own admission had a a, dis, a dislike for the Bhagavatam. whether he had read it or not, it's not clear, but how it was being thought of at the time. With Christian missionaries bringing the so-called real religion to to, to India and uh, trying to educate the uh, the Indian uh, heathens and so forth, as it was thought by the missionaries um, as to the uh, the pagan nature of their their worship and and so on and so forth. And when they come to, it is said that when they came to Vaishnavism, they found something that was the closest they could find to the real religion hmm? because there you have this doctrine of love hmm? rather than monism you have theism and of course um, there's some similarities there uh, but when they came to the Krishna of the Bhagavatam they thought well so here it all goes to hell and they got this guy running around with other people's wives and they're calling him God and, and so on and so forth he lives on a wide island called Svetadvip and uh, so, uh, so Bhaktivinoda Thakur was influenced by that. Hmm? And he um, very much um, considered Christianity and um, Western thinking and so forth. But he converted to Gaudiya Vaishnavism upon coming across the Chaitanya Charitamrita. This is how submerged, if you will, or buried Gaudiya Vaishnav culture and essential uh, truth. Uh, were at the time, although it was around and alive in some quarters, mostly in the doms and uh, in the lives of recluses, and on the surface very much uh, uh, misrepresented and dismissed. So in the intelligentsia, in the think tank, the Badralok, as it was called, of the time in in Bengal. Bengal, Calcutta was the capital of the of the British and so forth, so it was, a, it was a place that was very much affected by the western thinking and all this new information about life and how it works um, from science and so forth was b- being brought to uh, brought up in India and they had to, to deal with all these things. It, it's It's analogous in some respects to Christianity coming in touch with some of the writings of Aristotle that had not been previously known and it Caused a whole um, revolution of Catholic um, theologizing and so forth to try to balance heart and head, um, faith and reason, and, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, while it challenged faith, it 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 facilitated the actually the, the strengthening of faith by harmonizing the heart, as I say, with the head. So. Uh, this was going on in India, a similar idea. People had to reason about the things that were being said in relation to their traditions and so forth. And so, in the midst of all of that, Gaudiya Vaishnavism was not really a player. Hmm? Indeed, it was very much dismissed by the um, Orientalists, the missionaries from, from Britain and, and so forth. But Bhaktivinoda Thakur, by providence, of course, came across the Chaitanya Charitamrita and then understood the Bhagavatam in the light of the Eastern Savior, as he would refer to him, hmm? uh, in contrast to the Western Savior of of uh, Jesus of Nazareth, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he became, to the surprise of others in the Badruloke who wanted his patronage and thought surely he will join us in these reformed uh, uh, schools of Hinduism, that it that factored in some. Western thinking and Christianity and took out the Brajlila Krishna. Maybe they had Kurukshetra Krishna. He's okay. Uh, but uh, the other stuff is all made up and interpolated. And we, we, we don't identify with that. They, they didn't have the answers. But Bhakti, we know from the reading Charitamrita, he had the answers. Hmm? He felt to answer to that. And this became his faith. He was a kind of the first Western convert as I, I uh, like to... Uh, Think of him. Hmm. So he then was the first to look westward and take up the challenge within Gaudiya Vaishnavism for interfacing with modernity and so forth. And this is what has Gaudiya Vaishnavism alive and well today in the world. We are so proud, we should be, to be humble members of the Bhakti Vinod Paribar. What Bhaktisiddhant Saur rightfully said, who has life, he can preach. And the preaching of Bhakti Vinod and Bhakti Sadanta, and um, others so dear to us, Pujapanchita Marsh, for example, who we're speaking about today, in the lineage, the life they have is is considerable. I mean, if you if you um, what you will find in the pari bar of of Bhakti Vinod, you will find less of an academic approach hmm, to the teachings. And so the T's will not all always be crossed and the dots, the I's, will not always be dotted.
1: Hmm?
0: Um, <laughs> and sometimes I wish that Prabhupada had sharpened his pencil a little bit more as he, was, as he was writing because he'll say something here and he might say something a little contradictory here. Uh, you have to balance those things out now as people st- scrutinize them with their their reasoning and so forth, and um, and they have um, other authors and so forth who 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 were more academic in their approach, dotting their I's and crossing the Ts, as I say. Um, but what you find in our paribar is is a sense of urgency that's very compelling, hmm? a sense of urgency, and in 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 in, in a sense of urgency sometimes we may um not articulate as clearly but but we get the message across and people get involved in a way that they would not um otherwise they make it alive and exciting and um and bring home the importance of it and so forth i think this is very much a characteristic of our um Paribhara. you certainly find it in um in pujabachitra discussions that have been um, recorded and and then transcribed and published in his books. They are somewhat, they they tend to be somewhat uh, electrifying, especially in their times. And with regard to this principle that I say he so much embodied for us um, as Siksha Guru, kind of the original Siksha Guru, the idea that there could be a Siksha Guru and what it would mean and, and even how a siksha guru might play an important, more important role in life than the diksha guru. It's possible, and such things that you know, these were revolutionary ideas for us. Now they're out and about, you've heard about them, and so it may not be as as significant. But for us at the time, it was very electrifying. And so his his talks on Guru Tattva, uh, embodied in the book Sri Guru and his Grace, were actually uh, electrifying. Hmm? There was considerable confusion about this Tattva, Guru Tattva with the passing of Prabhupada. And when I had the good fortune to read Shigur, Shiguru and His Grace, it was for me very, um, um, as I say, electrifying and animating and and in a very substantial, essential way. Hmm? Everything was answered and it, and it articulated uh, very, very beautifully and very compellingly course the way that I was feeling with inside, which is how what the experience of Sri Guru is in many respects. Um, he or she speaks in such a way that it just feels familiar to us. I couldn't have said it like that myself, but I, I but I feel like that. I resonate with it. After all, the Guru Mahant Guru is the external manifestation of the Chaity Guru, the Guru in the heart. So there 's this familiarity it 's not an artificial imposition hmm? as it 's so often thought uh, it's said in the sacred text that one must have a guru that I like to think of it like one must have, not like a law you must have, so go and find somebody hook up get it, get it, get the connection um, got that it 's done okay i 've got a guru now, not legally that you must it 's a law, but I must with some feeling I must. I must surrender here. What's being said, the way it's being presented, it's, it's, it's grabbing me in a way that, that, um, that, that animates me. This is what faith is. Faith is not a, a fence-sitting idea. It's active involvement. That's why we take faith and it corresponds with sharanagati. It takes, it takes a shape. Hmm? Huh? Look at the, sh- the, the shape we're talking about Brahma being love The cowards as they run into the mouth of Agasura. Go prateva varanam tat, rakshik vishvashvo. This is vishvash, faith, vishrambena, confidence, and sharanagati. Krishna will protect us.
1: Hmm?
0: And in, in, into the, I mean, it's a mouth. It's tall as the mountains and the clouds in the sky and and. You know pythons they swallow hmm, other animals, so the whole of them are going in there with their caps fearlessly. This so is some garva haughtiness hm hmm? it manifests in different ways in its ways manifesting in taking shelter of 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 Krishna. We'll take shelter of him we have some pride. nothing will happen to us. Hmm? Something like that. So, um, <laughs> uh, there. It, in other words, Sharanagati is the external expression of the faith and from that we can understand faith as understood properly is animating. Faith is the animating principle in life because we have faith and we can go forward. And in the language of Pujapad Sridhar conversely, which I like to cite his poetry, suspicion is leads to suspension. So if we're suspect and I cannot and I cannot arrest your intellect, then you'll be I'm listening and I accept that. I'm not sure if I accept that. And if I can arrest your intellect, then you stop thinking and it will just go into your heart. Hmm? So his writing, his speaking, and it's very characteristic of our sampradaya, with some sense of urgency and essential living kind of spiritual current um, very much uh, felt and very much embodied in our Parampara. And as I say, it has been the, the medium to really give life to Godi Vaishnavism in the world, not only Godi Vaishnavism, but other Vaishnav Sampradayas. The Sri Sampradayas gained so much life from the Gaudiya Sampradaya.
1: Hmm?
0: and the bridge that Prabhupada built to, to go walk from, so to speak, from India to, to the West. Hmm. And, and boldly he did that also, very courageously, fearlessly, I should say. Um, um, Madhva-sampradaya. I mean, who would know about the Madhva-sampradaya if it weren't for the gaudiyas saying, we are the brahma madhva gaudiyas And some Modi Madhvas reject that idea, but they should think again, because without us saying, we're connected to the Madhva-sampradaya, I can tell you practically no one would know of the madhva sampradaya today. Hmm? Yeah. Madhvas, they won't they won't cross the ocean, but but one Madhva has now crossed the ocean. He's in LA, I've heard. Yeah. So they never would have done that without Prabhupada. Mm. And and um, similarly Nimbark sampradaya. It's not as well known but to the extent that it is known. In the Western world, and we did that our 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 bhakti paribar we, we 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 make we we, we glorify all the four um, Sri Sampradaya, the Balab Sampradaya. same same thing. There are some balabas in the Western world now, but they're all um, um, indebted if you will to goti Sampradaya and the Paribar of bhakti Thakur. so. It really, it really is a, is, has been a huge, resulted in a huge wave of, of faith in, um, in in thereby eligibility for Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And if from there they, they, they break off and go for Sri Sampradaya or embark sampradaya or Balabhadra, we don't have a problem with that. Hmm? So we should be very um, proud to be, as I say, humble members of the Bhakti Binod uh, Paribar, it's so um, um, such a live, I want to say, um, current, if you will, a live line. And in the person, as I'm mentioning, of Pujapa Marsh, this particular, uh, many things, but uh, uh, I'm stressing this at the moment, this particular aspect of Gaudi Vaishnavism, the idea of the Sikh Guru, and Guru Tattva is so basic, so fundamental to go to Vaishnavism, to understand that um, properly is uh, uh, essential, really. If we have a, sh- a shaky foundation, then how will the building go up? And it's an elusive topic, and um, and Prabhupada, of course, referred, go to him for philosophy, um, in my absence, to learn and what we learned most from him at first was about, we Guru about our Guru who was who was had left the world, hmm? and how to think about that, what it was the significance of that, and so forth, and 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 we found that in the darkness there was light, hmm? and uh, and and there was comfort hmm? from the heat, the pains of uh, of separation, and under the cooling influence of his his embrace, his affection, and 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 a way forward that was very um exciting as I say as black and white turned to to grey and and uh, and we went to some extent from Krishna as he is to Krishna as he as he feels. Hmm? This was Krishna Sridharmarsh would ask us, so what does it mean? You quote, you know that he, what what is the purpose of Gaudiya Vaishnavasan? He would quiz us like and then he would understand how we were thinking, and then we would he would, he would answer and, and refine our, our thinking and understanding, hmm? and so forth. He was named, of course, Sri means he the bearer of Sri. So he very much was the bearer of Sri, Radha in his heart. That idea. What, this is really, to be honest with you, Prabhupada's disciples. The 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 idea, the significance of a very prominent Godia phrase, Jairadhe, hmm, was very much brought out by Pujapad Sridamarsh. It's not that it wasn't there in what Prabhupada has written and so forth, but hmm, Prabhupada has had a particular emphasis, hmm, as I say. Hmm. Krishnas Kaviras has written a whole chapter, Krishna's two Bhagavad Swayama, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the same same Krishna. Hmm. Um Prabhupada was like in his teaching in a w- in a way the embodiment of that uh, that 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 chapter. And this is not um to say that as the people like to think, well you're saying Prabhu didn't give everything. Of course he did, but even Sanatana Prabhu emphasized certain certain teachings. Rupa Goswami, other teachings, Das Goswami, other teachings, Thakur other teachings, Nityananda Prabhu, other teachings, other but all godia, they were all experts in different uh, aspects of of Gaudiya Vaishnavism and so forth. This is the way in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used them. Hmm? And so Prabhupada was used in a particular way and Śrīla came to us and emphasized the teachings that were, were given to us in certain ways and aspects of them that made, that, that illuminated the path, hmm? gave us hope for going forward. Hmm? And, um, and this is one aspect in the context of explaining Guru Tattva, also explaining the 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 um, the ideal hmm, of, of of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, the highest ideal. Um, in terms of um, the the um, the position of Bhakti Devi. Hmm. Sri hm Sri Dhar was his name, given by Pujapad. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. means Sri means Radha, Dhar means to carry. So he carried very much. He was very much in pursuance of and absorbed absorbed in the um, ideal of Gopi Bhav. Hmm. uh may be looked at it in different ways with with regard to this. His own sentiment and aspiration, but he personally um, uh, told us that his affinity was for was was, was for uh, Krishna and Sakirasa Shridharmarsh hmm? thought of him in that way, as well. So we would get from a from a sentiment point of view another particular take from from Prabhupada and a nuanced take from Pujapad Shridharmarsh who tended to emphasize that side, the feeling of Krishna, how Krishna feels, how he feels empty, for example, without Radha. And so what is the big space that she fills and how important that is to us in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Sridhar, the bearer of uh, Radha in his heart in a prominent way and Bhakti Rakshak hmm? and protecting that ideal, highest ideal of Bhakti by... um, The way in which he carefully spoke about and carefully, tastefully, I want to say, introduced uh, this um, these uh, ideas very tastefully. Once, um, once a a godbrother of mine was asked about, asked me that how how was it that Chidambari talked about the highest topics, but they didn't in such a way that they weren't misunderstood and i said well actually he tended to talk about the lower topics in the highest way uh, and 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 that was very good <laughs> very useful uh, that gave us access then to hear about higher topics tastefully and appreciate and understand them without thinking we would uh, jumping ahead and going beyond our eligibility and so forth hmm? so uh so we are very uh, fortunate to have his um, association to be in a in a, in a, in a family of a line of Gaudiya Vaishnavism that he's has played a prominent role, um, and again I, I want to say, as Pramopad is dear to everyone or should be in Gaudiya Vaishnavism because he's given the faith in the Western world and uh, to to uh, 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 in Gaudiya Vaishnavism there's no one really. Who, who is connected with Gaudiya Vaishnavism, and even some people with other sampradayas that haven't come via his campaign, so to speak. And in a similar but different way, Sridhar Maharaj is kind of the original embodiment of the principle of Sighjiguru, that if we look now, we see it's become a very prominent and important feature, as it always has been. Hmm? If you look back to the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what's a very prominent um, principle, hmm? And um, so he embodies that, and he's kind of the original Sikhsha guru for all of the uh, followers in Bhagavanud Paribar from the time of Prabhupada um, onward. And now, of course, then others have come and played a prominent role in that way as well in the lives of devotees. And the principle, I hope, is understood. Still, it's not understood in some quarters. And those quarters are the quarters in which who, who who rejected the Siksha of Sridhomar. So it's no wonder that they're still confused about these topics. Hmm? He was the very embodiment of uh, of the principle of Siksha Guru and uh, explained it very artfully and, and uh, thoughtfully in a compelling way and so on and so forth. So if we don't take advantage of that early or late or by now at least, then surely hmm, your path to Prem Preojan is uh, is considerably obstructive. That is my opinion. When I first came in touch with Pujapachita Marsh and his talks, writings, and so forth that came under his shelter, it was very, it was not popular, I can tell you that. It was not popular at the time. IS- ISKCON was a much more fortified organization. Now the walls are very porous. Whether you're in or out, you know, who can say I'm in, but I'm out, um, it wasn't like that in those days. You were out and you were out and the doors were locked. Hmm? Not only you were out, the doors were locked, but you were tarred and feathered and hung and lynched and uh, and um, you were given an undeserved uh, bad reputation as well. And there was few of us. It was like Shidhamrush once said, on that side of the river there are thousands and here there are just a few of us. But... Pandavas of us were few power <laughs> of, of us were many <laughs> so we are not afraid <laughs> something like that and he gave us great courage i mean we had to go and progress in our thinking hmm? and this is the business of the guru to to test us to not to just say everything's good and and uh, you're all right and i only say what the previous guru said and nothing more And so I'm not suspect, and uh, and I say it humbly. I don't know anything, I cannot say anything. Uh, I'm only the humble follower of Prabhupada. I'm only here like, like a puppet to repeat what he says. And I'm just connecting you with him, and so forth. Everybody goes, yeah, he that's a good guru, and so forth. As long as he does, he says, doesn't say quite as much, and just a little less than Prabhupada. He's bona fide, something like that. My thinking is it's just the opposite. He should say more. And uh, and, and this is Mahaprabhu. And this is what he said to Raman Royce. Raman Roy say more. Say more. Say more. And so, more, so much more uh, came out. This is the business of the guru. To say more. More of the same, but, but the more of it. And challenge us. The sadhu is there to challenge our thinking and make us grow and, and Talk, I, I often in, invoke phrases or say things just to make people. What did he say? How could he say that? How is it possible? What? what you, are you you are the body. What? That kind of. It's to jolt us out of our thinking and that we might think again, and reflect. What is the significance? What is the meaning, and so forth. This is the business of the sadhu, hmm? to tax us and to challenge us, and so forth. And we found that the teachings of Sri were were challenging. Hmm? And they were they were challenging, in in many respects. Also, in the beginning, just on the very principle of of guru and the plurality of gurus, we were in touch with our sixth guru. But it, it wasn't the other people were saying we weren't supposed to be. <laughs> you weren't supposed to have that. It, it was it meant you were you, you were you were you were lesser. Um, I always looked at it like well we're more. <laughs> uh, they know about myself, my god-brothers and I, those who didn't take shelter of Sridhar Marsh, we have something in common. Mm-hmm. We have Prabhupada as our guru. Hmm? And I have Sridhar Marsh as my guru also, and Sridhar Marsh knew a side of Prabhupada, hmm? that those who don't know Sridhar Marsh don't know much about. Hmm? So we got I know I know everything they know about Prabhupada. I was there I had, I was, you know, Prabhupada spoke to me personally, he wrote letters to me, talked about me. I mean, I had a personal um, connection with him also, in a way that a lot of disciples didn't. Um, and so I know what they know about Prabhupada. I, knew, I I listened to every single tape that Prabhupada ever spoke. Hmm? As they came out, I was listening to him. I read every book that Prabhupada wrote, every letter, uh, and I read every book many times. I was, Prabhupada, so very early on, I was introduced to Prabhupada as, uh, by Ramaswar, who my godbrother, that, uh, for my spontaneous kind of involvement in book distribution. And, uh, and Prabhupada wrote back says very good that Tripparaita is selling so many books. Please make sure that he's always reading them. And that that wasn't typed, that was written in his own handwriting, hmm? that, he, that he reads the books. So... I, I was not an educated person. As, I mean, I know I never went to. I barely got out of high school, and then I. I was even in high school. I was preoccupied with what was the counterculture, at the time, which wasn't, you know, was anti-institutional and um, had other ways that, that they thought they would find the truth and and, and so forth. So, um, it's not that I was a big uh, reader. Or a scholar, or a salesman, as some people thought, he was a used car salesman. So he was good at selling the books. I have never had a job, actually. (laughs) I I never held a job. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) so, what is the point? (laughs) Um, What was I saying? So. Right, right, right. So, so no, I was saying that. Pra- so, Prabhupada said he should always read the books. Hmm? So, I thought, yeah, that makes sense. You know. So I began to read the books and study the books. And and um, as the as the Chaitanya Charitamrita, for example, when it came out, Prabhupada wanted all volumes in two months. And so, as they came out, there would be um, these a number of editions that had the gold-embossed um, pages, so that you would look at the side and around the side, and there would be gold. And those would be given to Prabhupada. They did a few of those, and they would give them to GBCs and and uh, sannyasis and so forth. And Ramaswar, he was heading up the whole publication of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, so he would steal one, as it Yadi Leela Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, it was meant for the dignitaries, and he would send them to me—one to
1: me—because
0: hmm? he felt I should have that, because <laughs> I was in the field distributing and so forth. I was, I was fortunate to be one of the first devotees to read Chaitanya Charitamrita, so I became, a, anyway, based on Prabhupada's instruction, a very avid uh, reader of the books. Hmm? Very and. and um, and so I, I I knew very much, as anybody, what Prabhupada was about, what he wanted, how he wanted his his group to be run and so forth. I knew what was love and trust, which he said uh, the movement should be run by. <laughs> so, But I also knew then, by the Association of Sridhar Maharaj, the side of Prabhupada. He lived with Sridhar Prabhupada for six years in Calcutta in Prabhupada's house. So he knew him in a different way than we disciples do him. And so I thought, well, by the connection with Sridhar arguably we know more about Prabhupada as well. And of course, we know more about Guru Tattva in principle. And we find him essentially, uh, Krishna, who is the guru in, also in Pujapada, Sridhar And it was very um, soothing, very, very comforting. There's only a handful of us. Very comforting. And and it, And it, he stretched our th- our thinking hmm? and and we had to deal with the opposition to it and so forth, so it was a great uh opportunity to grow uh conceptually and to test the measure of our faith and 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 whether we could act on it hmm? because to act on our convictions was um it was uh challenging because then what Shida Marsh was very clear. You can't live here. Hmm? I'm a small person. I deal in small circles. You can't all live in this moth. If you're going to leave ISKCON because they say you can't stay connected with me and you feel it's important to stay connected with me, then you're going to have to stay connected with me in a substantial way and you're going to have to go out and do something Hmm? on your own, start something. And I'll be here. You can come and visit and so forth. And so on, so it was a it was a great um, and challenging opportunity, but we felt very encouraged by his presence and teaching and, and affection. And I mean, practically, it was very clear that he understood Prabhupada better than all of Prabhupada's disciples combined, in essence, and so forth. And so we were in the good hands of the uh, the protector of of Bhakti, and I knew. As I was saying, when I first came in touch with his teaching and book, I knew, I could understand, everyone who wants to enter into the Krishna Leela, they will have to come to embrace what is being said in in his discourse, in his books. There's no way around that. Hmm? They may not be popular, they may may misunderstand it, they may curse us for, uh, disinherit us for embracing it, but they will all have to come to this in due course. So I thought, well, uh, I can't wait for them to do that. I'll have to go with this. This is my understanding. And of course we went and here we are today. So we have some moderate uh, success by their uh, combined grace, Prabhupada and puja Chita and other persons from all the way as well who have come to help. So um, in this way, he, as I say, he's a very important figure. And at the same time, very true to his character and nature. He's an important figure, but um, he lurks in the shadows nonetheless. He considered himself a backward-pushing man. He said, I'm a backward-pushing man. I don't like to be in the light. There were other sannyasis in math that liked to be in the forefront, in the light, and lead. And so His tendency was to remain in the background, which is a good quality. Mm-hmm. In fact, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur first chose Marsh to go to the Western world. M. Hmm? Chidhamar said of course if it is your order I will go but there's a couple of reasons if I may that I'll bring up that uh, to me lead me to believe that I may not be the best person hmm? he said three reasons two and a half reasons one reason is that there are others amongst us whose English speaking is better hmm? that may have been true from a technical point of view, but I can tell you, from a poetic point of view, Shudrmas English was very charming, very compelling. The way he he, he spoke, uh, uh, so I think he was wrong on that. But uh, but anyway, he made this point. The Bhakti Sanand Sosti Thakur. Second point he made was that my tendency is not to be in the public eye, but to remain in smaller circles, and Contemplating thoughts and uh, and so on, Uh, and others are more by their nature hmm, um, prone to be in the public eye and so forth. And the other half reason is it's kind of half, or it's it's uh, it's it's more than one. There's another way to look at it: three and a half, we could say, or or two and a half. The other one is, and I think that. You may not be amongst us. He's talking to his guru, Bhaktisiddhanta Sahasthi Thakur, for very long. And I find that I'm able to take advantage of your personal association. And I would like to continue to do that. Because at one point, it it won't be available any longer. Hmm? And arguably, it was that point that touched the heart of Bhaktisiddhanta Sahasthi Thakur. He said, you stay, and we can choose somebody else. And eventually others were chosen and so forth so but he said i I find in him hmm, a person that I'm confident cannot be converted hmm, so that the teachings of Chaitanya mahaprabhu were in, were in good hands he had a lot of confidence in uh, in Pujapada Sridhar Marsh hmm. and um, and of course um, as I say in in, in, in he became important and prominent in the ways in which I'm speaking about, but at the same time, you have to speak about it because it's not widely acknowledged. The fact that Prabhupada is important, it's like, you, know, you kind of can't miss that, and they're worried that you might miss it. I mean, the formal mission of Prabhupada is always worried that Prabhupada would be minimized. I'm thinking, <laughs> how is that going to happen? I mean, you know, you can just read about him in an encyclopedia. You know, this is what he did. I mean, how are you going to how is anybody going to miss that point? What his contribution was? How extraordinary he is! Now, if you, if you, there's a possibility of misunderstanding that contribution also, and and engaging in what I would call over-glorifying him by by glorifying him for things that he didn't actually do and didn't represent, and and so on and so forth. Hmm? I mean, we could glorify, you know, Haridas Thakur, and. In, in ways that wouldn't be appropriate in terms of what he actually did, what his actual contribution is. It's, to accurately understand the contribution, then you can unlimitedly glorify that. That 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 is accurate. Hmm? Now it borders on practically that. Prabhupada is, is is God, and uh, you know, and uh, replaced. Uh, you know, he's the, the founder acharya of Gaudiya of Vaishnavism, which I was really, I thought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's. Uh, Position, he, he founded his own Sampradaya. You know, they say, just like Madhva founded a Sampradaya and Ramanuja and Nimbarka and Vishnu Swami, now we have the fifth founder of Acharya. I'm thinking, well, what happened to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? <laughs> he didn't found Gaudiya Vaishnavism? Hmm? Um, and, and even if you want to say, well, he's God, so he's the deity of the Sampradaya then we would turn to Rupa Goswami. Well, then he's the he's the, the founder, Acharya, the principal Acharya. Hmm? And Rupa Goswami, we never, G- Gaudi Vaishnavism will never be called Rupa, Chait- Rupa Goswamiism. It will never be called that. Hmm? It will always be called Chaitanya Vaishnavism or Gaudi Vaishnavism. Hmm? Um, so I'm and I'm sorry, but Prabhupada's not the founder of Acharya of, of of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He's the founder of Acharya of ISKCON, and that's significant. He founded an institution and he's the acharya of it and it's was big and important and and um and uh, I mean Keshavmarsh was the founder of Acharya of <laughs> Gaudiya Binanta Samiti. You can read about it right in the you know the founding papers. Prabhupada was a member of the committee, the help found it, but he's the founding acharya of it. Shirdarmer is the founding acharya of you can of, of Chaitanya and so forth. So to, to try to make more out of this, and in the context of doing so, minimize the contributions of others as if they're not even worthy of considering, like the like the, the contribution of Shirdarmer. This is what I mean by overglorification in the name of glorifying. If we look carefully, we find it's, it turns almost into vilification. This would be the, like the greatest nightmare of Prabhupada. So the position of Prabhupada, I mean, like I said, I compared him to the sun, so it's like you can't miss it. Like the sun came up, it happened, and, and as a result we have vegetation and, uh, and so on and so forth and life. And I mean, how is that going to be lost? We're protecting the, the, you know, the legacy of what his contribution was. To some extent, you want to protect what he said and so forth. But it it it, it escapes me. Shridhar Maharaj, on the other hand, of course, we do need to say what his contribution was because he tended to push himself in the background and not take the credit. And not that Prabhupada wanted to take credit for everything he did, but their natures were different. Prabhupada was very outgoing. You find in me both natures. You find I'm made of these two. I have outgoing nature and I have very ingoing nature also. Hmm? And I take advantage of ingoing nature to use that in in outward reach at the same time. But they were a little bit opposites in this way. Sridhar Maharaj, as I said, described himself as a backward-pushing man. I once told him, I said, Guru Maharaj, I said, you push yourself so much in the back, backwards, like if you're on the center stage and you push backward to go off stage, then you will go from here, you push backward, you go behind the curtain, keep going backward, keep going backward, and you're going to come out. I said, I said, there you are. I said, it is like um, in Bengal when Dev returned to Bengal and he stood on the balcony and, um, who was it? Maybe or All the crowd was saying, Jai Gorachandra, Jai gorachandra Jai Chandra." the golden moon, of our life and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu turned to maybe with Sri Vastakha and said what are they saying? Jai Gor Chandra and he turned to him and said it is as if the sun has risen and tried to cover himself go out there accept it you are who they're saying you are you are the golden moon and you have no spots on <laughs> like the moon and you are illuminating the whole world and accepted who you are I said to him I said you 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 push yourself in the background so far that you've come out in the foreground, and and you, know, you play a very prominent role in in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? So, this is a, a, an auspicious day. We can bring out some of these points and engage in some mahima, some glorification of Sri You 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 should think that you, you all of us, whether formally or informally, we have a very um, um, a substantial uh, connection with him. Mm. This is a connection with, with Madhurya Rasa also, hmm? coming through our lineage, Prabhupada, some influence of Sakuras. This is coming there, both sides. These are the two windows of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Uh, they've, they've, there's nothing to be missed here, <laughs> so to speak, in, in, in that respect. Hmm? With regard to Mother Rasa, of course, there's a famous um, incident of the passing of Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur where um, Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta asked that the devotees would chant Sri Rupa Manjari Pada, which speaks about the, the prayogen of Manjari Bhav. And Prabhupada Puri who was well-known for kirtan, and his sweet voice began singing, and then Prabhupada stopped. Bhakti Siddhanta stopped and said, I don't want to hear the sweet voice, I want to hear Sridhar Maharaj. Mm-hmm. Implying that he had some realization. Not that Puri Marsh did, and the fact that Puri Marsh did have realization is evidence from the, from the fact that from that day forward he accepted Sridhar Marsh as his Siksha Guru. Mm-hmm. And if you would bring up the name of Sridhar Marsh to Puri Marsh, he would, you know, he was very old when we knew him, he would not tremble like this. And, and his obeisance when he came once to Brindakunja, the the, the uh, moth of. Um, Paramadvati Maharaj in Vrindavan. He had a picture of Puri Maharaj and Sridhar Maharaj and Prabhupada. Puri Maharaj saw it and he, he, he couldn't believe that his picture was next to Prabhupada and, and Sridhar Maharaj. Hmm. So he, 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 how he responded to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's words, I don't want to hear the sweet voice, I want to hear the words of realization to show that he had deep realization as well. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, Sridhar Maharaj sang then, Sri Rupa Manjari Pada, and brothers thought at this instance Prabhupada Bhaktisadanta is giving him entrance into the group of Rupa Manjari, and when Pridhamrash heard their reflections on that, he said, I thought of it more that he was putting me at the gate, like a gatekeeper, and I'm not just letting anybody in. Hmm? Uh, so, Bhakti Rakshak mean the protector, so he was the bearer, Sridhar, of Radha's love for Krishna in a substantial way. And he was protecting that also from, from misconception misconception and, uh, and carefully trying to introduce those I-
1: that,
0: that concept, that idea, to us in a, in a way that Prabhupada didn't, didn't focus on. Um, and he opened the doors then for others to come and, and further um, um, make such insights uh, more well-known and prominent and, and hopefully properly understood as well, so uh, it's a very substantial um, contribution that um, he made, and he didn't—he did it without trying. Hmm? At the time, many people were trying to live up to the ideal of and the service of being the Acharya, and they thought you need more bumper stickers and buttons. Hmm? I love so and so, uh, and people will will recognize. And Sridhar Marj was in. in in tattered cloth and um, living very uh, humbly, in 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 he didn't even have enough money to finish the Nath Mandir for for the Kirtan Hall and so forth. Probably gave that money in the end uh, for completing that work of at his mouth and so forth. So, I say without trying, it's obvious, and therefore I, I give the examples like the Sun Jupitertter' like the moon the moon it rises of its own accord hmm? and in those times he was very much the, the personification of soothing comfort and in light in the darkness that as I say lit the way down a path that that was now uh, much more nuanced and 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 and, and gray hmm? which is kind of the very nature of love. There's some uncertainty within the certainty of love, and, and 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 we are taxed by that uncertainty to think and and come to conclusions ourselves, and be, if you will, um, an individual yourself, so to speak, in the context of of God's to, right. to write, like I say, your own page in the book of love of God, and sign it. This is my page. <laughs> This is, this is where I am and I, I say it and it's by the grace of my gurus I've been pushed to, to, to do this and yeah, so you're not afraid to say I've got a page there hmm? we didn't come up empty handed so to speak yeah, we didn't associate with such great persons and come up empty handed we should we should we should be, become take advantage of their good company so Bhakti rakshak Siddhadeva Swami Maharaj, Tirubhav Mahamut Svati Jai.